We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Super Bowl Sunday is almost here. Who will win? Will it be the Chiefs or the 49ers? I don't know. What I do know is where I'm going to be putting my money on this game. I'm going to go to mybookie.ag. I'm sure it'll be blocked at work. No problem. They got a mobile site, so I can pull up my phone. And, of course, if I have that nosy uh, person at work, I can just go out in the hallway and park out my car or do it on my lunch break. Where I can have access to more bets. Bet on more sports, more games, more props. Who knows? Maybe I, maybe I want to do the over-under on how many touchdown passes Pat Mahomes throws. And if you go now under promo code chair, they'll match your deposit dollar for dollar. So you put a hundred, you get a hundred back in. Get paid, guys. Let's get rich on Super Bowl Sunday. My book, you bet, you win, you get paid. All right, guys, welcome into another Panther Rants podcast. I'm sorry, Pip Panther Rants, another sports rants. Excuse me, I'm your host, Vlad Harris. Brought to you by Armchair Media. Take a seat. Happy Friday, guys. And yes, we're a few days away from Super Bowl Sunday. So get your get your bets in order. Um, if you haven't paid the guy office for the block pool, you might want to do that today. Or sometimes they come around and use you during the week for their money, which is fine. I mean, it's for me, we we have an office block pool. It's the second year in a row I'm doing an office block pool. The previous years, I was never approached. You know, I've been here, let's see, almost four years now. So, yeah, the first two years, I was never approached about joining the block pool. That's because there were so many people here that they, you know, they, you know, he really didn't, um, you know, need my money. But then we start when we start outsourcing our IT and laying off more people. Well, I guess beggars can't be choosers. But he got twenty bucks off of me anyway for five for five uh, no for four blocks yeah four blocks twenty bucks. I'm sure the bar I'll be going to on Sunday, which I've been going to every year for the last four or five years. I think the first year was the Seahawks and the, um, yeah, it was the Seahawks and the Patriots. It was the first year. And the, uh, 
the second year, what was it? Yeah, I'm stuck behind this car, and there's no way I'm going to be getting out of here. Well, I had to pause my podcast because I was stuck behind a bunch of buses, and the turning lane for me on the freeway was almost blocked. But these uh, Kias, the, the turning wheel radius on these things is phenomenal. I didn't have another. I didn't have much room, but I made I made it around the um, the bus. And I have to put it in reverse. So yeah, I'm loving this turning wheel radius of this car. Or I should say SUV or truck. Actually it's an SUV, but some people refer to them as trucks. I'm like, uh not really trucks. I mean maybe they're trucks with enclosure, I don't know. We have the bar we go into. They'll have probably some block pulls and whatnot. I know they got the, their specials up already. They're gonna have a, they're gonna have their, their usual hot dog and nacho bar, and I'll most likely eat their uh, whatever they have. Probably their ballpark. They usually have either Nathan's, Nathan's or ballparks. So you can't go wrong with that. I mean, you eat that along with your beer, or you splurge on whatever they serve at the bar, which I really don't want to do that, so I rather just have some beer and have some free hot dogs. But normally what I you know normally after you know my go to is after the bar. Go to, there's a McDonald's down the street, so usually I'll go to McDonald's after the game and I'll I'll give myself a 20-piece nugget, and I'm good. Hangover averted. But as far as the game goes itself, it, I'm sure we're all excited about this. I am, because we're getting two teams besides, well, one that's not featuring New England. I mean, that's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, the last time we, we've, we've had that was, where we didn't have that was... Um, Actually, it was, uh, let's see, three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. It was um, the Broncos and the Carolina Panthers. And that was when the Panthers went 15-1 in regular season, went on a tear. And then they faced the Broncos with Peyton Manning, who you know, was at the end of his career, but he did just enough to win that game. Because his defense pretty much carried him the whole time. I mean, uh, Wayfield's pretty much attacked Cam Newton, and he broke his broke his will, and that was about it for them. Yeah, I'm just flipping through lanes here, guys. But we're getting uh, two really good teams, and two really good offenses. So the play calling, I know, is going to be off the chains. And the defenses are pretty good, too. Um, I know Kansas City gets a knock for having not, not playing defense, but this year they really did a hell of a job. And I think their secondary, you know, led by you know the, the Honey Badger, Tyrell Mateau.
is going to be really good. And plus with the tight ends as well, we got Kelsey and Kittles from Kelsey for KC, Kittles for San Francisco. And of course, got Jimmy G and um, Pat Mahomes. And if you're a pit guy, well, there's LaShawn McCoy, but we haven't really heard much from him this postseason. I'll be surprised if we don't. I won't be surprised if we don't see him this game. I'm sure he'll shoot up, though. You know, Kansas City hasn't been really known for the run the ball much, but lately they've been running it. And the thing about Andy Reid is, even if they don't have a running game, he finds ways to put wrinkles in where it looks like they're running the ball. It's basically you know, a lot of short passes. I mean, he did this in, in Philly as well with Brian Westbrook. And I know that he will, um, you know, he will throw a bunch of wrinkles in his offense as well. I mean, he can't go against this, he can't go against this 49ers defense straight up because, well, their defensive line is tough, so he's got to go left and right. He's got to make them run for the most part. And you have to hope that, um, well, they're able to do that. But uh, San Francisco's uh, defense opposes the weak point is they're, they're, they're running um, they're running defense. Although they pretty much bought up Dalvin Cook the other week, but then again, Kirk Cousins was his quarterback, and well, the Chiefs got Pat Mahomes. I would say overall for Super Bowl prediction, this game could go either way. Um, You know, Kansas City, you know, if they, they want to play slow, they'll play slow. If you want to play a fast-paced, up-tempo shootout, they'll do it. So will San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco is pretty, you know, offensively, they're pretty physical. And I was just listening to uh, Sean Salisbury and Merrill Hodge talk on the radio. One thing he talked about was when the 49ers get to the second level, they don't quit. They keep punishing their, their, you know, they keep punishing the, the you know, the, the opposing defense, and well, basically, with Jimmy G is, for the most part, they don't need a whole lot from him. Usually, to win games, and that's the thing with Kansas City is, from the win this, they got put the 49ers in a position where where they're gonna need a lot more from Jimmy G. And you do that with a uh, great offense of Kansas City. But the key for Kansas City is, uh, is Travis Kelsey. And if, um, if the Fournaires can neutralize him, well, you got Tyree Kill, but. And Sammy Watkins to deal with, but. He's basically their big nucleus. You got to take care of him first. I hope there are pieces fall the play. The 49ers, I'm not sure about. I know Revis, as you guys all know, called it Richard Sherman, saying that he's a zone corner. He doesn't play one-on-one. Which, for me, kind of brings a red flag. Because 
if anything, maybe Revis exposed something out of the 49ers defense. And it's something that Kansas City can look at to expose on Sunday. If they're doing a lot, if they're doing a lot of zone, I'm sure Reed can drop some things to take care of that and to keep basically the 49ers defense on the field. So this game's gonna come to a lot. I mean, it's gonna come basically down to your your game plan, obviously. What pace you want the game, and who's gonna be more physical? I mean, this is gonna be a game where we don't have to worry about the video type of practices, deflation, whatnot. It's just a straight up one on one matchup, basically. Well, actually, it's eleven eleven. You know, the Penguins on the field, but I'm just saying, basically, it's Kansas City and San Francisco. Now, I like to see, you know, Reed get uh, LaShawn McCoy involved. He hasn't been involved at all. I mean, I think with, I really would like to see the Steelers get LaShawn McCoy after a season because I think that he still has plenty left in the tank. It's just that he's been dealt with a lot. I mean, he had that one good season in Buffalo. Then after that, he had that trouble in the offseason with his um, girl he was dating where he was evicting her. And he sent the guys to evict her instead of evicting her. Well, well, they did evict her, but they beat the crap out of her in the, in the process. He had that to deal with. But then, of course, they drafted Josh Allen. So Josh Allen becomes more of the focal point. And so McCoy doesn't get as many touches as he did. But if he does, it's pointless because they're basically lying seven or eight in the box. But Reed brought him in to um, help out with the offense, and you know he made some contributions. But one thing McCoy can't do if he's in the game is turn the ball over because if he does, he won't see he won't see more playing time after that. I think he's got plenty of good years left in him. It's just he needs to find the right opportunity to do so, unless he stays with with Reed in Kansas City. I'm not sure how many touches he's going to get. And I think we're pretty much seeing the end of McCoy for the most part. Now, is he a Hall of Famer? For sure. I think he'll get in. I just don't think he'll be first ballot. I I don't think he's done enough to warrant a first ballot induction mainly because he well he played for the Eagles and that was you know part part was the Mike Vick years then there was Chip Kelly and then he was in Buffalo so he pretty much played on mediocre teams most of his career he did well it just Yeah, the whole team didn't do well. But I think he'll get in, but he will be first ballot. Um, also playing for Pitt, Kawan Williams. He's had a hell of a career, you know, season so far for San Francisco. He was basically overlooked, but I don't think people are overlooking him now. He's had a hell of, you know, he's been a big part of that defense. So either way, we got pick. We got pick guy getting a ring. 
no matter what. But yeah, as far as the rest of the pit, these pit players go, Larry Fitzgerald's going to be an obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't see, you know, I don't see that being a um, a problem. I think Revis will get in the Hall of Fame, but I don't think he'll be first ballot either. It depends on well, it depends on who's voting. If they're obsessed with, if you got people obsessed with statistics, Revis probably has to get on the first try. But the guy was such a dominant corner that people didn't throw to the side, and and he didn't have to do really a whole lot of work because he was that damn good. But yeah, I, I don't think he gets in the first ballot. Well, he may. It just depends on who you know. Depends on the voting. Who's who's doing the voting and who and how they're voting. The criteria. Because these days we're we're obsessed with fantasy football stats, and we look at what somebody's done rather than you know how they look in person. <clears throat> I think if Aaron Donald continues his tear, he'll be a first ballot, no doubt. You know, if he if he consistently keeps doing what he's doing, yeah, he'll definitely be a first ballot. But as far as the game goes, my prediction, I like Kansas City. And I like them as a 28-21 victory. If San Francisco happens to win, I'm going to say they probably win by two touchdowns. But I think overall, we're going to have a fun game to watch. I know I'll have fun watching it because I'll be, you know, I'll be poisoning myself with, with probably with uh, Bud, Bud Light or Coors Light or Michelob Light, depending on what they have on ta- on sale. I mean, they, they do it. They're going to have some sort of. Uh, well, they're going to have. I think I can get some of the uh, microbrews. I think will be on sale too. I mean, they're they're going to have a whole bunch of stuff going on. So I'm excited. Pit hoops dropped uh, another one the other day to to Duke. They it was one of those games where they fought and they fought, and in the end they just couldn't close it out. Then again, it's at Duke, so they probably wouldn't be able to close out anyway because, well, you know, we all got to see Coach K scream at the um, the student section, and I guess offer his opinion on what they should do as far as you know, cheers. I think I think Coach K was just uh, you know he. He realized what an asshole he was, and he decided to be, oh, you know, you know, try to be all nice about it now. I think he realized what a, what a, what a dickhead he was, and, well, we should have these kind of cheers. I mean, be, ha- be happy you got a, a fiery student section. They, they love you. They love Duke, and they love you, so just move on. But just move on. I mean, go, I mean, when, you know, next time that, next time there's a, a Coach Kville, whatever the hell they had, Krzyzewskiville, whatever the hell they do, Krzyzewskiville, who the hell knows. Next time your uh, students have them, just show up with some pizza for them, all right? And they'll all be forgiven. Pizza or donuts usually forget, you know, or bagels usually forget, is, usually is, you know, mine's forgiven. But uh, they have Miami on Super Bowl Sunday. 
you know, obviously before the Super Bowl, but it's at home. Then they go on the road against Notre Dame. Then they're home against Georgia Tech. Then they got Clemson. So that, that four-game stretch, they should beat Miami at home on Sunday. Notre Dame and Georgia Tech are winnable games. If they can get out of this four-game slate with three wins, that'd be awesome. I wouldn't count on it. Look for one or two wins. But the eternal optimists of some people will say probably three and one or four now. I mean, the magic number, obviously, is 20 wins for Pitt to get to the tournament. But I just don't see it happen with this team. This team reminds me a lot of the 2000-2001 team where they may just miss the tournament. They're a hell of a team. They fight hard. But obviously, they're going to set the tone for next season. But if they do make the tournament, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take, a, I'll take the first four in, or first eight in, or whatever the hell it, you know, the NCAA does now. I mean, I'll take it. I'll take the playing game. I don't give a shit. And I'm sure you guys won't either. Because uh, let's see what we got here. Rutgers may be in the, the postseason. Same, same with Penn State. Finally, I mean. It's only taking years for Pat Chambers with all the talent he's recruited to actually get into the tournament. Although he should, he should have been a long time ago, but hey, that's just, you know, that's Pat Chambers. But, you know, the guy loves Penn State and, you know, he loves being at the school and he, so, I mean, obviously if they get the tournament, I guess that's good for him. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, it makes it makes him feel good, makes their fans feel good. If they, you know, if they watch basketball still or not, I don't know. I mean, it comes in spurts with them. I mean, the Taylor battle. I mean, the Taylor battle years. I mean, they were there. I mean, the one year they uh, won the NIT, they should have been the NCAA tournament. They got robbed. Eventually, they got in and. And the Chelsea was going after that. Which was odd because he had a really good recruiting class coming in. But he ends up in Navy. I don't think he I'll have to see what his record is in Navy now because I think he'll be I think he'll be gone eventually. Unless they're doing really bad. But yeah, I mean Pitt women won last thing it's week four, so I'm happy for them because their out of conference wasn't all that great, and I wasn't sure if they would win any games in conference. But they they pulled one out. Last year, they won two games, I believe. And the thing about it is, if you watch the women; they 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 they're, they're playing hard. I mean, they're 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 playing hard game in and game out. And I'm happy that they finally pulled out a victory. Because there's been some games where they've been in the hunt, and it's just their team, since they're a lot better, just hits a bunch of shots, and well, that's that. But they, these these ladies, they're playing hard, they're fighting hard. You just got you just got to give um, Lance White more time to put the uh, the puzzle the pieces of the puzzle together, and that's the same thing that's happened with, with the Pit Men's. I mean, the, the pieces are coming to place. You're seeing it. Next year, I think it'll be a lot more exciting. 
and the, you know, the phone will be back. Anyways, guys, I'll finish up here. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Or if you don't watch football in general, just enjoy whatever. You know, if you like reading a book, the park, the museum. I mean, if you like hockey, sure. NASCAR's coming up. So I definitely need to talk about that. I've, I've been promising my list. Well, my, some listeners have reached out to me about NASCAR, and I do need to talk about that. So I'm going I'm to basically take uh, my, um, yeah, I'm going to take on NASCAR. I mean, sure, why not? Anyways, guys, hell to pit. Talk to you later. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.